Welcome back to another episode of Apachin Monsters and Mysteries. I'm Miley. And I'm taking off my shoes. Oh, I'm Belle. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, today's episode is about a murder. So this one will be uh, more serious than a lot of our other episodes. Let me get situated before we start talking about someone being murdered. Okay. Yeah. I'm good to go. I'm ready. And listener discretion is advised for this episode. This is our first serious episode of the season. Yeah, it is. It's really sad. Yeah. I don't know how many serious ones we have this season. Next week is Bell Witch. Mm. Teaser. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Let's. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. (laughs) I think. Yeah. Happy Martin Luther King Jr. Day. <laughs> okay, so let's I'm just trying get... to avoid the series. Yeah, I know. <laughs> We're trying to get it out now. Miley before. knows me too well. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so let's jump right into it. Oh, no. Um, Tracy Kirkpatrick was a 17-year-old senior at Brunswick High School in Frederick, Maryland. No. <laughs> yeah. She was an honor student and held two part-time jobs in order to save and pay for her education after high school. She planned to go to college for accounting and go to law school after that. One of her well, jobs... This is so sad. Yeah, it she is. She sounds a lot like you, Miley. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I was reading this. I was like, hmm, sits a little too close to home. Yeah, I would say so. Um, so one of her jobs was at Eileen's Ladies Sportswear at Westridge Shopping Center, which is still there today. Oh. On the night of March 15th, 1989, Tracy was working alone at the store. Her manager dropped by at 8 p.m. to check in and everything was normal. Frederick County Sheriff's Deputy Don Barnes Jr. was working as a security guard at the shopping center that night. He noticed that the store's light was still on, although it was uh, past closing time. He went to investigate between 10.30 p.m. and 11 o'clock. That was when he found Tracy dead in the back storage room of the store. Tracy had been stabbed multiple times in the back and chest. She had not been sexually assaulted, and all of the cash was still in the register. This meant that there was no obvious motive. The door was not forced open, so police believed that she knew the killer. According to the Baltimore Sun, her purse was missing from the scene. Blood droplets were found in a back hallway that led to the dumpsters outside. The police exhausted all leads with no luck. That was until June of the same year when a man called a confession hotline in Las Vegas saying, quote, Wait, wait one second. <sighs> yes. They, so she had let the person in. That's what it seemed like because there were no signs of forced entry and the lights were still on in the store. Are we sure that the store wasn't still open whenever this happened? Like, could this person have just come in? Like during the store hours? 
and then stayed? Yeah. Um, let's see. The manager came in at... I don't know what time the store actually closed. Okay. But from what I read, it didn't seem like that was a possibility. Okay. Uh, there were also no transactions during that time either on the register. So okay. they didn't make any purchases. And it seems like she... The police believe that she let the person in. Yeah, but e- I mean, like, even still, if someone were to stick around for that long, I feel like there would be... It would it would end in probably like sexual assault right. issues. Yeah, it'd be like a stalking scenario. Exactly, which was the which one is of the weird. Yeah, one of the oddest parts of this case is that there was no. Yeah, when you said there motive. wasn't any money stolen. No, nope. I'm not going to ask you if this is solved or unsolved. I'm not even going to look at you to see if this is solved <laughs> or unsolved. Okay, that is bizarre. And she mm-hmm. was stabbed multiple times in the back room. Yeah. Yes. How weird. Yeah. Because stabbing is weird too. Mm hmm. That's crazy. Yeah. So a man called a confession hotline in Las Vegas and said, quote, hello, my name is Dawn and I'm calling from Frederick, Maryland. I know this is going to sound surprising, but three months ago, I stabbed a girl to death. And you might think, that in making this tape, I'm setting myself up to be caught, but there are a lot of guys named Dawn in Frederick. Uh, the girl I killed was working in a ladies' sportswear store. I often came by and talked to her when she was working alone, and one night when she was in the storeroom and we were talking, our conversation turned into an argument. And so I took out a knife that I have with me at all times, and, and I killed her. And a few days later, I realized that I'd created a lot of sadness and I thought about turning myself into the police, but whatever they do to me, that won't bring Tracy back. So I've decided that I better keep free because we have the death penalty in Maryland. Thanks for listening. I'm sorry about what I did, but nothing can change it. Bye. Oh my Lord. Yeah. That gave me chills reading it out loud. First of all, I don't believe in the death penalty. But if this person is going to be this cocky about not getting caught, yeah, like I still don't believe in the death penalty, but still he deserves to be in prison. Like you committed There's, a murder. It's, and like for the family, the family deserves for that closure. closure. Like, yeah. and also you talk to this girl a lot and one conversation ended in an argument. The only thing that I can imagine what would cause that kind of argument is he asked her out. And she probably said no. Yeah. Or something along those lines. There are a lot of rumors that have went around. We'll, we might get into that a little bit later. Yeah, we'll talk. We will probably talk about some of the possible, possible motives. Yeah, we'll talk about okay. it. We'll get to that. That makes me... That whole that whole call makes me like pissed off because it's like what kind of how cocky do you have to be like that's yeah. him just being cocky yeah because he said well, I mean this could give me away but there are a lot of guys in Frederick named yeah Dom, that makes so me angry what is that what a bad no I mean not only is he just an absolutely horrible person for murdering a seventeen year old girl who had her whole life ahead of her mm-hmm. like she would only be in her fifties yep. now. Like, and he's so sad. 
and he like took her life away from her. But for you to call in and brag about it, essentially, you, I mean, you obviously have no remorse for what you did. Yeah. Like you don't feel bad about it. Yeah. And that takes a special kind of like freaking sicko. So police followed this lead and the Frederick news post printed the following letter on the front page in October of 1989. Corporal Barry W. Horner addressed the letter to Dawn that said the following. Dear Dawn, six months now have passed since Tracy died. This has seemed like an eternity to Tracy's family and friends, to you and to me. The hurting never has lessened and the aching continues. I've learned through my investigation much of what occurred on March 15th, but only you know all of what happened that night. I know from that June telephone call you made to Las Vegas that the events of that night still haunt you and probably will until you share them with me. I discussed with state's attorney, Tommy Dorsey, your concerns about uh, the death penalty, wait, about Tracy's death being a capital crime. However, Mr. Dorsey has advised me that based on the information I provided him, it is not a capital offense. This public How commitment. How is murder not a capital offense? I have no idea. Whatever. <laughs> this public commitment should remove your concern in this regard and encourage you to share with me the unfortunate events of that night. I mean, he'll still go to jail for the rest of his life, though. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. I uh, personally am willing to work with you to resolve this tragic situation, and I pray you now will come forward to relieve the hurt which Tracy's family and friends have suffered as well as the pain which has consumed your life since that night. You and I both know we need to talk about Tracy's death, so you once again will have peace of mind. Call me at, then gave the telephone number, sincerely, Barry W. Horner, Horner, Corporal Investigative Services Bureau. Yeah. So they posted that on the... That's a nice sentiment. Right, yeah. And I mean, I feel like it's... It mentions the family and giving them closure and also um, to relieve him of... Because, I mean, at the end of If you're not giving the death penalty out for killing people, why does it exist? (laughs) I mean, like... Yeah, I don't know. A life for a life situation. That I get. I don't support it, but I get it. If you're not giving... like. If you're not, if that's not worthy of the death penalty, do you have to get like multiple people to get the death penalty? Maybe. And it's also in Maryland what the heck? too, which is, I mean, every state has different laws. So I don't, I'm, I don't think the death penalty so, is in that many states anymore. Yeah, probably not. I'm gonna look it up. It's probably in Texas. <laughs> probably. That's not a shot at Texas. It just seems like the kind of state that would have the death penalty. There's a bunch of cowboys in my mind that just live in <laughs> that just live there. So, um, it was discovered that the man who made that call also contacted a psychic from Massachusetts to talk about the case. Yeah, the death penalty is no longer in Maryland. It's mm-hmm. not in West Virginia either. Mm-hmm. It is in in all of the South. Okay. That shouldn't shock anyone. Yeah. Um, in, in Ohio. Mm-hmm. And in most of the... Oh, wow. The West. That's a lot of states. Not in Colorado or 
What's under Colorado? New Mexico. I think, because that's Arizona. Yeah. Yeah, Colorado and New Mexico, but it's not there. It's not West Virginia. Power to the people. Go us, man. (laughs) Yeah. It's in a lot more states than I'm kind of comfortable with, though. That's uncomfortable. I don't know. I have mixed feelings about the death penalty. Not commit crimes. Yeah. yeah. I mean, here I can commit a crime, but... (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, the same guy who made that call to the confession hotline also contacted a psychic... Um, oh jesus help me god (laughs) he claimed to want the case solved so he sent her newspaper clippings about the murder and investigation after receiving the mail she found his handwriting on the front disturbing and believed that he was more involved with the case than he let on now who's this the psychic so that who was more involved in the case? The man that she had been talking to. His name was Sean. Oh. And he... Sean and Don Rhyme. Yeah, they do. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, also something that I, I found interesting. I am Dr. Seuss. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he contacted the psychic and said that he wanted to solve this case. And then he sent her mail with newspaper clippings and wrote on the front of the mail to put like yeah. her address and she got the mail and she felt like his, she felt weird vibes. Yeah. And found it disturbing and thought that he was wonder, more involved. I wonder what kind of phone calls psychics get. I would Probably some want pretty interesting to become ones. a psychic, even though that's not a thing <laughs> just to see what kind of, I would want to be the secretary to a psychic mm. Just yeah. to see what kind of phone calls they get. I would love to be a secretary for a psychic and just be like, hello. And they're like, hi, my dog died. And I would love to speak to them. And I'd be like, one second, <laughs> let me talk to my boss. And then I put him on hold. And I'm like, hi, uh, Miss Luna. Because that's what I imagine her name is. Um, someone's dog died and they want to talk to him and be like, dogs don't talk. And I'd be like, okay, let me call. <laughs> yeah, dogs don't talk. <laughs> Um, so I'm not really sure how you want to speak to your dog because they don't talk in the afterlife either. <laughs> yeah, I feel like that's exactly how it would go. Yeah. A day, in, about a right. day in the life of a psychic secretary. <laughs> <laughs> sounds like a sitcom that I would end up watching for sure. Honestly, Maybe I should too. write it. Would you guys watch a sitcom about a psychic secretary? <laughs> I would. I'm once again that getting off topic because murder makes me really yeah. uncomfortable. <laughs> um being serious makes me uncomfortable i mean murder also but like continue (laughs) so she contacted the she contacted the police about this man and again said his name was sean Mm -hmm. they followed the return address to a man but his name wasn't don or sean it was john (laughs) was it Oh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm not sure what this man's name was. Oh, yeah. Um, they couldn't find any evidence connecting him to the crime. Uh, he was obsessed with homicide cases and investigations. I mean, there's a ton of people like that all over the world. Yeah, today. seriously. <laughs> and people decided that he was not a real suspect. Yeah. So he probably has hosted true crime podcast now. Uh, yeah, probably. <laughs> 
Uh, DNA samples from the crime scene were sent out in 1998 and 2003, but neither were successful in creating a profile. This is unsolved, isn't it, Miley? Tracy's (laughs) sister, Deandra, has said that the evidence was not properly taken and stored. Investigators... Uh, have continued to try and solve the case, however. Uh, one in particular brought Tracy's case to the Vidoc Society. The what? Which, the Vidoc Society. What's that? Uh, it's a group or club who investigates cold cases from around the world. You used to watch this TV show on TNT called Cold Case as a child. And I don't use that term loosely. I was an actual child. I was like eight years old. Mm-hmm. And I would watch a show called Cold Case and be like, I'm going to be a homicide detective. Well, join the society. Uh, I think it's invite only, but they have different. Guys, invite me to your society. <laughs> um, it was started by a man. That was his last name. And I am pretty sure. Well, when they first started, when it was established there, I don't remember exactly what they were i know there was one psychologist and like a few other people who were like qualified never mind but i don't know about it now okay i don't know if you don't need qualifications i host a true crime podcast yeah well who better qualified than you true crime it's more of just whatever we feel like honestly monsters mysteries (laughs) you know (laughs) That covers a wide array. Exactly. That's why we named it this, Miley. Yeah, I mean, I know. <laughs> yeah. So we can talk about whatever we want as long as it's weird. Yeah. So um, they decided to take this case to them and they made uh, some recommendations to the investigator on the case, but it seemed to have brought about no new leads. But there are said to still be two suspects in the case. Now, the rest of this information about the suspects is basically uh, made up of rumors and hearsay. I love rumors and Um, hearsay. Yeah. So, these are not facts, okay? We're not accusing anyone of murder. Yes. Allegedly. Allegedly. Um. I guess I can just go ahead and say that this case has not been solved. It's still unsolved, which means that the police Uh, can't release any of the information surrounding it, which is why a lot of this information, it's not facts because there's so much that the public doesn't know Mm -hmm. still. So it's just rumors. Yeah. So there are claims that there is enough evidence to indict one of those two suspects, but not enough to convict them. A, f- a few, oh, okay, yeah, that makes sense. A few unreliable articles claim that one of the detectives on the case is convinced that the crime was solved with plenty of evidence years ago, but because of politics, it was never closed. You know what? I believe that a hundred percent, a hundred percent. He seemed to think it was someone Tracy went to school with, but like I said, none of this oh, is like a verified. teenager. Yeah, yes. A teenager <laughs> that she went to school with. I mean, they'd still be in like their fifties now. Yeah, right. Oh my god, that'd be. I mean, I mean that's po- I mean that's possible. Yeah, exactly. Like teenagers kill people all the time. 
Yeah. A lot. <laughs> the Slender well, Man story. Yeah. Those true. were like preteens, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they were young. Um, there are r- other rumors, however. A lot of people believe that the security guard was responsible for the murder. What was his name? Was it Don? I bet you them. It was Don, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. <gasps> <gasps> He was alleged- Oh my god! I just solved it! Yeah. <laughs> he was allegedly the son... I say allegedly. A lot of people said this, so I feel like it's true. Um, but he was supposedly the son of the sheriff at the time, <gasps> and many believe that a cover-up took place to protect him. Have you guys watched Wednesday? <gasps> yeah! <laughs> I have, actually! He's Tyler! <laughs> um... So as I mentioned above, Tracy's sister has even said that the evidence was not properly gathered and stored. This could be due to an attempt to botch the crime scene and evidence, or it could... Yeah, especially if it's the sheriff's son, Don. Yeah. He can get into that freaking locker anytime he wants that has all of the stuff. All of the evidence. All of the... yeah. All of the blood samples. All of the... The clothing evidence, mm-hmm. all that. Yeah. And I was thinking, I was like, yeah, but there have been plenty of investigators now who are trying to solve the case. But like you said, he could have easily if destroyed met, it back yeah, then. Yeah, exactly. So. If he effed up all that stuff back then, mm-hmm. I mean, then these people probably have no chance. And if it's right. his son, yep. I, I know who I think did it. But these are all... Is Don still alive? Pro- yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh. Well, I don't know your last name, so I'm allowed to accuse you of being a murderer. Well, I mentioned it. Oh, well, I don't remember what it is. (laughs) Um, Ignorance is bliss. So it could be because of that, or it could simply be because it was a small town at the time, and the police department likely didn't know how to handle homicide cases like this. Fredericksburg, Maryland ain't that small now. Yeah, but it was at the time. In the in the eighties, yeah. I mean, I just think about here and how many police departments in small towns just have not been trained to handle. Oh yeah, a bunch of people have been murdered in Wyoming County. Yeah, there's so like, many people terrifying still missing. murders. Yeah, we'll never cover that, those because they're too close to home. Yeah, but my mom scary. one time just look it up. <laughs> there's some really <laughs> yeah. scary ones, guys. Like, my mom like scary. When we were first talking about doing the podcast, she thought that we should. Um, cover like local no. cold cases. <laughs> yeah, I also was like, that's a good way for me to be hurt to in some way. End up buried. Yeah, in a cemetery. So, um, a documentary covering the case is currently in post production and includes interviews Ha-ha, with multiple we beat you to it <laughs> <laughs> with multiple key people associated with the case. What's it supposed to be called? Into the Silent Land: The Unsolved Murder of Tracy Kirkpatrick. I mean, it doesn't matter. I'm probably going to watch it anyways. Yeah, I would love to watch this documentary. You know, what I'm not going to watch that Casey Anthony documentary. Yeah, same. I'm not going to um, say anything bad about her because I think that's still defamation in character. Probably. But you know what? I would defame her character in an instant if given the chance to her face. She's a bad person. <laughs> I'm allowed to call her a bad person. I can't accuse her of anything, but I can still say she's a really bad person. But that so, is one documentary that I won't watch. Yeah. 
Uh, so this documentary was actually um, produced slash directed by Paul Puglisi, who lived in Frederick <gasps> as a kid when Tracy was murdered. Oh my gosh. Um, what a better person to do it. I know. Um, it, I think he talked about how he had heard about the case when he was a kid and how like it was he it was crazy when he was just a kid and well, hearing yeah, about it. Yeah, it really scary. And then when he got older, he heard about it again and how it had never been solved. So he decided to, he took up donations. I'm pretty sure it was made Ugh, solely by I donations. Like I know. So it's everyone's hope that this will remind everyone of the tragedy that occurred and possibly spark some new information that will lead to an arrest being made. If you have any information about this case, let us know about it. Because, yeah. I mean, or just let the authorities know. But also us, because we want to know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we hope this episode brings light to Tracy's life and yeah. the bright future that she had ahead of her. She sounds a lot like Miley. And that's yeah. sad. <laughs> I know it really is. Her family talked so much. If she uh, sounds like watched... Miley. She probably didn't go to a lot of parties. <laughs> she probably didn't have a really interesting life before she died. <laughs> I'm not laughing at her. That's actually really sad. I'm laughing at Miley, though. <laughs> Rude. <laughs> um, actually, it's kind of funny you say that because I was watching. I know you really well, Miley. <laughs> no, I was watching some videos. Um some interviews with her family yeah and there was an interview with um her dad and her sister and her sister it was terribly sad miley also has a sister (laughs) she was talking about how the sister was talking about how she would be the one to like go to parties and like do stuff that she wasn't supposed to also wouldn't do that though (laughs) no like that Tracy wouldn't like go to parties and do things Ugh. that she wasn't supposed to. And that the sister would be the one to do that. So the fact that this happened was just like, that's so horrible. Like she was at work. She was working yeah. one of two, two part-time jobs. jobs and also and she was, was in, in high school, school. Yeah. and she was just raising money to go to college. Yeah. It is so that's heartbreaking. Sad. So if you have any information regarding this case, uh, please reach out to the Frederick Police Department at 301-600-2102, or you can provide information anonymously to Frederick Police Department's tip line at 301-600-8477. So like I said, there was a lot of where it is a cold case, the police won't release a lot of information. Yeah. Um, but there are a lot of people who believe that it was the security guard. I believe it was the security guard. Are you allowed to say that? I don't know. <laughs> All of I mean, what the worst that they can do is send us a cease and desist and we take this episode down. There's a lady being sued for defamation on TikTok. Yeah, but I'm not making TikToks <laughs> saying that someone oh, you watch is it. trying to do stuff. I'm not even going to bring up that case because <laughs> yeah. that freaks me out too. Yeah. Um, I just, I've I want to go. I've said far worse on this episode about people. 
I Matt want- Brooks, for instance. Is that his name? <laughs> yeah. That piece of crap <laughs> from Jacksonville. <laughs> I want to talk more about it, but I feel like it's best just not to say too much. But if you look into it a little bit more, you'll more than likely find um, a little bit more information. That it was the sheriff's son. <laughs> Specifically, um, there is a site called unsolved.com. Well, that's really on the head. And yeah. And you can look at the information that they posted and some comments that were made as well. If you are interested in learning more, but we're going to leave it at that. That's really sad. It's devastating. And yeah, if you have any information, please come forward. Um, Let us know any, uh, what, let us know what you think about the case, who you think might have done it. I'm right. And who I think did it, that it was the sheriff's son. I'm not going to say his name because then, I mean, you really can't accuse me of anything. I'll just call him Tyler because that's the sheriff's son off Adam's family, off Wednesday. It's also somebody that I know, but (laughs) (laughs) it's a couple people. I know a couple Tylers. I like one more than the other. Neither of them listen to this podcast, so I can say that all I want. Um... (laughs) Um, so, uh, you can reach out to us at AppalachianMM at gmail.com or DM us at AmmPod. You can also like us on Facebook and message us on there at Appalachian Monsters and Mysteries with the and sign. Thank you. Oh, TikTok at AmmPod where we won't be, uh, defaming anyone. And Hopefully. Twitter at AMMPod1, but we didn't really get on there. Uh, no offense, Elon Musk. You do kind of give me the creeps, but <laughs> we just don't get on Twitter that much. Also, one thing I wanted to bring up, um, these heavier cases, we don't have to do this every episode that we do a heavier case, but these heavier cases really uh, have bummed me out lately. I've even been like not listening to as many of them on yeah. true crime podcast mm-hmm. um but we're all about mental health advocacy on the whole pod yeah. and so the suicide hotline does have a new number 988 and so just want to put that one out there yeah for anybody um call it talk to them that's yeah. their job reach out for that help. is their literal job to just talk to you about your life so so do it but yeah, thanks for listening. This episode was sad. Next week's episode is going to be creepy because we found balance in the world. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, I don't know what episode it is. I've already forgotten. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening. Bye.